With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about being curious. So this podcast is actually inspired by watching one of my favorite Ted Lasso episodes, and he's talking about how people have underestimated him his entire life. And in his story, he talks about how he saw this Walt Whitman quote that says, be curious, not judgmental. And like when he saw that quote, he realized that basically everybody who was underestimating him had always been judging him and wasn't curious about what was going on with him. So I won't spoil the scene because it's a really good one, but this really did get me to thinking about how often we hold ourselves back by judging instead of being curious. You know, like we, we see something new and we just instantly go, oh, that's, that's horrible. Or we see someone doing something that we instantly just like throw down a judgment on them instead of being curious as to why they're doing that or being curious as to if that solution could help us, right? We just simply judge people in situations over wondering why they're occurring. Like I see this even in, in troll comments that I get on my page where people will just instantly make an assumption about things. They're never curious as to, you know, maybe why I'm recommending this movement or why I'm, you know, sharing a photo of myself or whatever else. Like there's sort of this like ideal out there or this opinion that there's one right way and that nothing can vary from it. There's a very black and white view of a right and wrong view even of how you do different movements, you know, how you dial in your nutrition, but really everything's on a continuum. And the more we can start to be curious over simply judging, the more we can sort of see the shades of gray. We can see that middle ground that could really help us actually get better results faster. Like we need to be open to new opportunities if we want to grow and improve, okay? Because so often when we're just simply throwing down judgments, that's why we're staying stuck, right? This is right, that is wrong. And the funny thing is too, is I see it with like all these different fad diets coming out. Like I saw with keto, paleo, whatever else, where people will get very gung-ho about it. This is the only right way. And then ultimately they fail and they set themselves back because they weren't even willing to see potentially the downsides to what they're doing, to be open to other ways of integrating that in for something sustainable. So. We need to realize that one size doesn't fit all and that the more we can be curious about the other opportunities out there, even if we decide not to follow everything, which we shouldn't follow everything, the better off we're going to be. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to talk about like some different ways to help yourself stay curious. Uh, tip number one, consciously seek out other viewpoints and find why they're right. So I don't know if this is like the debater in me or whatever else it is, but I'm one of these people that like to go actually seek out the opinion that I don't agree with to figure out how I could actually argue for it. So I'll go seek out something that sort of contradicts what I'm saying. You know, if you think about it in diet and nutrition, different stuff like that, you know, like I'll seek out keto when I don't necessarily believe in cutting out carbs or I'll seek out paleo, even though I don't necessarily believe in restricting those foods or I'll seek out, you know, vegetarian, even though I'm a meat eater because a, I do want to understand where these people are coming from or even what clients this could work for or what situations it could be good in. But I even want to see how I might be closing myself off to something in my own diet that could even benefit me more. But I like to seek out these other opinions like in movements, like the overhead kettlebell swing, right? It's one that's really controversial, even kip, like kipping pull-ups. But I'll seek this out and say, why could this be used in this situation? Who could this be good for? Am I missing out on something? And I might decide, yes, I am, or no, I'm not. I don't want to test this out. It doesn't fit my needs and goals. But I like to see the opportunity in those things because that way I feel like I can even better help clients. Like I could be like, okay, this client does need this in this situation or some variation of this. Or if I have a client coming in doing overhead swings, why it might not be right for them and how I can explain why in their situation it might not be right without them having to then demonize the movement. Or if I do have a client doing keto, 
who it isn't going to work for a long term. I can explain why and even explain the transition off or even why they could use it for this situation, but what they might want to do long term, right? It's one of these things that we need to put ourselves in that uncomfortable situation of being presented with outside viewpoints, viewpoints we don't agree with. And then we need to find the opportunity in them because that's the only way we can learn and grow. If we only seek out our own viewpoint, we're just going to get more entrenched in that. And we're going to be cutting off all these opportunities to become better. It's like, I found myself doing this actually when I was first starting out with macros where I found all these reasons not to do it. Oh, well, you should be able to intuitively eat. Oh, you should be able to do this then that. And you know, if you just eat healthy foods, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't need to track. Tracking is restrictive. Like I found all these different things to sort of validate what I was seeing, but I wasn't getting any results. And so ultimately I was like, holy cow, this is really, really stupid. I'm holding myself back by not being open to this and not at least testing it out to see when it might or might not work. And then all of a sudden now macro tracking has been what I've done for at least a decade. And I've improved upon how I've done it over the years because I've been open to different opinions and perspectives, you know, changing from, I have to be very focused on whole natural foods to, Hey, there does have to be a balance and even overcorrecting the other way. But it's one of these things that I saw the opportunity in it. And I put myself outside of my comfort zone, which Trust me, a lot of times when we're just seeking out opinions that validate our own, we're staying in our comfort zone. And then I got better results. So anytime like I can, I try and seek out other perspectives. I even tell my trainers, like when we go to different workshops, hey, go listen to somebody who's talking about something that you don't necessarily agree with and see what you can take out of it. Because at some point it'll come into play and help you help a client better. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is pause to ask why. If someone is like saying something to you that you don't agree with, pause to ask why they might be saying it. Pause to think through their perspective of it because, and it's sometimes hard when you're debating or when you're more passionate about a subject, but especially if you're behind a computer screen where you can't actually walk away to think about it, pause in your, your thought process behind it because not only can it make you understand them better, but it could open you up to something you've never considered before. It can also make you then critically think through how you could even help them see something outside of their perspective. But I think so often we just judge or critique without asking like, why is this being done? Why might this person want this? And like, even think about like, how could I support that person in, you know, getting better results from what they believe? And trust me, it's not easy, but really just pause to ask why, because I know we're in this day and age of like immediate responses, immediate gratification, you know, uh, going at it online, which I don't fully get, but just think and see how you could give yourself perspective by seeing it from another person's viewpoint, because it might be a little uncomfortable. Uh, you might not agree in the end. You might completely disagree still, but it will also help you make sure that you're learning about your own responses to things. So ask why. And number three is experiment. Okay. The best results come from experimentation. Yes, we need to have a set plan. Yes, we need to know a foundation for, you know, what works for us, but we need to be able to experiment within that foundation. It's, it's like macros, right? By understanding macros, I know I can adjust them in different ways to see different results for different people. And what might be the best macro ratios, you could always debate for different things. And of course, there's always that outlier who it's something doesn't work for, but we need to have that foundation. So macros off of which we can work. We can test out lower carb. We test out different types of food to see how we feel. We can test out different workouts with those. Uh, and then we need to stick with it, obviously, to truly see if it works. Experimentation doesn't mean doing something for one day. It doesn't mean doing something for one week. And it means actually doing something. I think a lot of times we're like, well, I'm tracking macros, but we're not actually hitting the ratios. So that doesn't count as an experiment, but you need to actually do it to see what's going to get you results. Because the thing is, is a lot of different things can work and a lot of different things can work when done over different set periods. You could do uh, three days a week and see results. You could do six days a week of training and see results. Uh, but we need to sometimes experiment. And as scary as it is to experiment because we're stepping outside our comfort zone, we're doing something we don't know if it will work. 
you can remember, or you have to remember, you can always go back to what you were doing. But if you don't experiment, you're never gonna know if something else could actually work and work better. So I think even just putting yourself outside of our comfort zone and experimenting and make us more open to other viewpoints, it can make us be more curious. Because if you see something working when you do that first experiment, you'll be like, hmm, I wonder how many other things I'm missing out on because I'm not willing to experiment with them. And yes, you can't just experiment with everything. There has to be sort of, you know, set paths you go down. But I think there has to be that will willingness to experiment and see something outside yourself and force yourself into uncomfortable situations that do challenge you, okay? If you have a goal and you haven't ever accomplished that goal, it's going to take doing something new. Like embrace that, that learning process. You know, try a new hobby even. Because the only way to actually get better at something is to do something, guys. And that means sometimes being really sucky at it to start. But like look for the opportunity and learning experiences and different perspectives. Be curious, not judgmental. The more and more we're open to different and even viewing hard perspectives, often the more we're successful we're going to be in our own lives because we are going to be curious over just getting very rigid in how we do things. See the opportunity of things, even when it requires you to pause from your immediate reaction and be a little bit uncomfortable. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.